Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's show, we're talking about the conversations that are happening when it comes to going bare down there. And Christian Dior had this to say about grooming. He said, grooming is the secret of real elegance. The best clothes, the most wonderful jewels, the most glamorous beauty don't count without good grooming. (laughs) And I think when it comes to talking about going bare down there, that's all about grooming. But, you know, before we even get into that, we start each and every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug. And a hug is an opportunity for you to hear from someone else in the one family, someone whose marriage or their life has been transformed by listening to the show. And this hug comes from a Facebook message that we received uh, about a month ago, right after our 10th anniversary show. And it said, happy birthday and happy success to you. I only recently found your podcast and I'm only 10 episodes in. Not sure where the podcast is at 10 years, but I have been lost for such a long time. And the past two weeks of episodes one to 10 have already given me fantastic ideas and perspectives that I'm looking forward to applying in my struggling relationship. Mm. I can only dream of being as strong as you guys have been and hopefully still are. Thank you for giving me hope when I was on the verge of calling it off after 20 years. This is the podcast and the community for anyone looking to live their love, not just exist. Oh, I love it. Yeah. No matter if you've just found us or have been listening since the beginning, we love you guys. We're mm-hmm. truly honored and blessed to have you. And, and we love it when new folks find us. We, we, we love it. And to go back to the beginning, tell you in all honesty, I sometimes cringe because it's just... Where we've come in 10 years, even from podcasting terms, is huge. And yet, I love it because you get to see what has happened. And what does happen when you're intentional and you take action in your marriage. And it doesn't happen overnight. Mm -hmm. This is a 10-year journey and we're still on it. So I love it when you guys go back and seek out some of those older episodes and and see what we've said. And, And it actually brings us to the point of like, oh, wow, what did we say back then too? Yes. And so just keep in mind, if you are a brand new listener and you're hopping around and you listen to some of the old one, old shows, and then you come up and listen to some of the newer shows, just remember that if you listen to those first shows, Tony and I and our thoughts and how we did marriage and everything else, that was 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm giving you that little caveat. So interestingly enough, you talk about going back yep. to July of 2018, we did an episode. It was episode number 437 called The Art of Manscaping. And and in that, that show... And I want to just say that episode, just as an FYI, that episode got some of the most spiteful and negative emails to us. Mm-hmm. Was- I still remember that. It, it, crazy enough. I mean... But I still remember some of the the emails and comments we got because of that episode. We stirred up a few things, right? Because we were were talking about all the options available to men in terms of trimming and shaving and forms of hair remover. And are you manscaping? Are you not manscaping? Is it, you know, impacting your sexual intimacy? And that's, that stirred up 
a few, you know, like Tony said, a few choice emails and it's all Mm -hmm. good. Like we're never, let me tell you something. We're never going to shy away from tackling topics that we think are important to the one family because somebody might send us an email where they're displeased with the show. The fact of the matter is, is that we're going to have the conversations and we want to encourage all of you to have the conversations in your marriage about these types of things. And, and this show going back, going bare down there. Now we're talking about it from the woman's perspective. And this all came about because, you know, recently one of our summit partners in the position of the month club posed this question to the entire group. And she said, how many of you ladies trim or wax or go all natural down there? And a follow-up question, if you do trim or wax, how would you feel about help from your husband? Mm-hmm. And just as a quick side note, I, I want to sh- just mention the fact that this woman is in her 50s. So you're never too old to be having these kinds of conversations about what it looks like to change things up, to try something new. You know, as long mm-hmm. as you're living, you can do things. You know, I'm, I'm just, I want to put that out there. But these two questions, it was amazing what the discussion was between husbands and wives in the group and, and, you know, what the wives like and what the husbands like. And, and, you know, so we got into shaving and waxing and lasering. And there was so much that came out of these summit partners having this conversation that we said, you know what, we probably need to talk about it with the entire one family. Yeah. And having been down that road ourselves in 23 years of marriage, we get it. Mm -hmm. And so we totally understand it. And it was just an interesting conversation, even for me to hear from others, from either, even other husbands and, and, and their, their stance on it or their thought process. It just allowed us and myself, Hey, to go, huh, that's interesting. I I like that thought process or, or how you came to that decision of doing it Mm -hmm. or not doing it or, or, did you just say it one day that, Hey, we're going to, I'd love for you to do that. And your wife did it, or was it more of a conversation or so it was just really cool. Absolutely. And you know, if you don't have just as a complete side note, if you don't have that kind of community to be having those conversations with, and you hear this and you're like, Oh my gosh, well, where do I find out more about that? Go to position of the month You can learn all about becoming a summit partner there, but it's this kind of community that, that creates that support system. Cause so many of us, and this is where Tony and I were 23 years ago, even before having these conversations around shaving or waxing or what are we going to do? There was nobody to talk to this stuff about. The only place that you would see any information about this was, you know, on the front page of the, the magazines and the checkout line at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. And this is one of those topics where truth be told, we all have hair to varying degrees on our body. Mm-hmm. You know, some a little bit more, some a little bit less. And surprisingly, there are preferences on what either you like personally or what your spouse likes on you or doesn't like on you. Mm -hmm. But when we talk about specifically about the hair down there, you know, pubic hair is what we're talking about specifically. If I do need to spell it out for some people, the the decisions they make are based around hygiene Mm -hmm. for some, it's about feel and others have, you know, were so transparent with us that they chose their method because of how their spouse feels about it, mm-hmm. right? What do they like to see? And I want to be real clear from the beginning of this show that there's no right or wrong. There's no judgment here, but this is one of those topics that if you haven't had the conversation in your marriage, maybe it's time. And it's not like this is like going to be some earth shattering, you know, like lightning bolts coming down from the sky, but you might discover you might discover something new about your spouse and, and getting here into this conversation. Well, I think it has a, there's a big correlation, I think, between going bare down there 
manscaping and between oral sex. I think there there is a big correlation between those two. If if you're not having oral sex, I think it's it's a visual, mm-hmm. and yet with oral sex added in, it becomes a whole nother story. Absolutely, it, it really does both for men going down on their wives or wives going down on their husbands. Mm-hmm. It, it it goes both ways. Absolutely, and you know, for me, like I I grew up shaving. I grew up, you know, spending inordinate amounts of time in the shower to the point where, you know, like my parents were like, get out of the shower, banging on the door because I grew up in a house that only had one bathroom. Um, and, and I was embarrassed. Like if I wanted to wear a bathing suit or something like that, just the bikini hair, like I had to keep it trimmed because I didn't feel comfortable mm-hmm. wearing a bathing suit. And, and so, you know, dark hair, coarse hair, like you just had to manage that type of thing. And really I kept that up primarily, probably the first, like, I don't know, 17, 18, 19, 20 years of our marriage. I just, I shaved. Yeah. Well, in, in the early days, I still remember this and I thought it was sexy and I thought it was, I, I know where you're going it, it was, there was a part of a romance to it, but I, I think it was just awesome. I, I used to shave Elisa. There was this time when, and, and I know some of you are going, what the heck? Really? I look back now and I go, what the heck as well? And yet it was really just romantic. There is something about doing that. Mm-hmm. The trust. I think, oh, big time. I think there was a there was a there was a part of that process that is well beyond the the sexual intimacy part of it. It's the emotional connection. It's the the trusting of one another, mm-hmm. and allowing her to do her allowing her for me to do that to her. So. I remember those days very well, still very vividly because it was in our, it was in our place. For me, I remember is when we were in the desert. I remember being there in the desert and then the place in Loma Linda. Crazy. I didn't think that had happened until years later because my memories of it are when we had our first place in Poway. I don't remember anything before our that. First place in Poway. Uh huh. I don't like. I remember really? that. Really? Yeah. I don't remember anything. I don't remember you doing that before. Wow. Okay. It it did happen. I remember it did happen in the desert. Wow. Many, yeah. many years ago. Block that out, obviously. Okay. <laughs> Block that out. But that that was that was my my go to. And then I started, you know, getting into waxing probably four or five years ago. And, you know, now I joke that um it's about ten to fifteen minutes of pain. And I actually calculated this out for you guys. So there's about forty thousand minutes in a month. And my waxing is about ten to fifteen minutes of pain for me to be smooth the rest of the month. So yes, it does hurt. But that was something that I chose to do. And you know, preparing for the show, it was interesting because I was like, all right, well, well, what do women do? Mm-hmm. Well, like, what do we do as just a general rule? What does the general population do? And so there was a study in the Journal of the American Medical Association, Dermatology, mm-hmm. that was published in 2016 that had a study of 3,372 women between the ages of 18 and 65. And 83.8% of them reported that they had groomed at some point in time in their life. Which interestingly enough, and this does not happen very often, but we asked all of you on Instagram and said, you know, have, have you removed hair? Mm-hmm. Basically, you know, and our number was 84%. So in this the is one family. in the one family. This is the first time I think ever where we've done a study that has pretty much down to two tenths of a percent matched, you know, a, yeah. a, 
there you something go. in the medical association. And then of the 84% who do some form of hair removal, 78% shave and 22% said that they wax, which is in line with most studies that show that approximately 80% of women shave. Okay. And so I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, the one family, ladies in the one family, we're all kind of right out there with the general population. But, you know, really the catalyst behind this show is what is the impact of this on your marriage? Mm-hmm. Right. Which I know some of you are like, seriously, Lisa, like hair removal has an impact on your marriage. I, I think, again, I think if you do the correlation between hair removal and oral sex, there is because even in our marriage over the years, there there is a difference when you are freshly waxed to the the very end, mm-hmm. and I do believe there is a there, there's something, and I I don't I don't know how to pinpoint it, but there is this arousal that happens when it's freshly waxed to when there's growth, right? Because fact, and that's that. just that's just me, and maybe some of you you're the same way. I, I'm not too sure why that is. But I think I have felt that and been in that moment enough times to know that there is a correlation between the two. For us, definitely. For us. For us. And, and that's the thing with a topic like this. You guys, you're, this is a conversation starter, right? Just because of what Elisa does or what Elisa doesn't do or what Tony and Lisa do. You know, just like when we did the show, Art of Manscaping. Just what we do and why we talk about this is to get the conversation going in your own marriage. Because if, if you've never gone bare, you know, you may be thinking, well, why do it? Right. right. Does it matter? Does it, does it actually change the sexual experience? Does your spouse care? And if so, like, what do I do next? And, you know, when we get into those first questions, you know, why would a wife choose to remove her hair? And we asked you all, like, why are you doing this? And, you know, a lot of women said, well, you know, what? I, I like it clean. Mm-hmm. That's my preference. You know, I like to shave wax or keep it trimmed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the flip side, there were women who were like, I like it all natural. Right. Um, you know, there were so many people that's like, well, he asked for it once and I've kept it up for the last 20 plus years or wives who would say, well, I know my, my husband likes this mm-hmm. and, and that could be anything, wax, shave or trim, you know, Whatever. kind of the full yep. spectrum. Some wives were like, you know what? Sometimes I just surprise him, right? So it's, you know, it's a, it's a surprise treat. And there were a lot of folks, both husbands and wives who responded that just like Tony's brought up a couple of times here said that it does make oral sex for them more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And, and that's definitely the case for me. Um, because it, if, for me, that does matter. I do feel cleaner when I'm waxed. I feel like I, you know, it, and that's just a personal preference. I think as you've also gone older, younger Elisa would not have mattered as much. I think as you've gone older though, um, the irritation has increased for you when you are not clean. Well, and that's just a function of aging tissues. Yes. Like I think like comprehensively everything down there, the older that I've gotten, everything in my pubic area is more sensitive. Correct. But I think in in an environment when we are having oral sex... If there is more hair, that that rubbing then causes more irritation to you, which causes more friction, which then causes you to be not as excited for us to be doing that. All of the above. Check all those boxes. (laughs) So, and again, for for some of you women who are getting older, that may be something that you haven't thought of. Mm -hmm. And, And that's a real thing that that's, we're, we're, we're walking that out right now. And I can see the difference from where we are now to where we were even 10 years ago, five years ago. Two years ago. Okay, two years ago. I mean, there we go. You don't even have to go back that far. There you go. And that's why some of you have to ask the question, you know, does it matter? Mm-hmm. Right? Does it matter to you? Does it matter to your spouse? 
right? Because there are so many of you that, that you, you know, you've said, I, I like to keep it trim because that does matter because I don't want to feel bushy because I, you know, it, it's just, it feels better to me to be trimmed. There are others who say that having no hair makes you feel like a girl instead of a woman, right? So you're in that place of going, you know what, I'm going to leave it on because th there's like this maturity thing and I don't want to feel like a girl when I'm having sex with my man. And, and again, there's no judgment, but having that conversation, whether it's, you know, do I feel like a girl? Do I feel like a woman? Do I like things cleaner? Like, why does it matter? And that's a question that only the two of you can answer. That's a question that comes up. You know, it's just, it brings a depth to the emotional intimacy in the marriage when you get to this place where you're, you're being able to discuss the things that matter in your sexual intimacy. Mm -hmm. It's a game changer. And, and that goes into the fact that, you know what, for some of you, one way or another does change your sexual experience. Right. It's, you know, for me, it definitely enhances it. I, I already said I feel cleaner and I feel like more stimulated when my hair is removed. Right. It, it's because I mean, there's a cushion there, mm -hmm. right, right. When the hair is there. And so I like it, the sensations are different mm -hmm. and, and there's a, an opportunity to just explore each other's bodies differently. And so for us, it really does change because of the different sensations because visually it looks different mm -hmm. and, and in all honesty if you go back and listen to that show on art of manscaping the same thing is true for a man right when he's all trimmed up or, or groomed or waxed or shaved whatever he, i don't know if i'd wax down there i would shave it but i would not wax that would yeah, hurt that would hurt yeah that's that probably a bad hurt. example but okay I, i'm just uh, maybe maybe along the legs or something but man not off of your scrotum yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Men, please be careful with your scrotum. <laughs> just, just be careful. That just just be careful. But, but that's part of the conversation. And, you know, so we're, we're talking about all of these different things, but we also want to talk about, you know, how does this impact your spouse? Does it matter to your spouse? Stress, hormone changes, and lack of sleep can impact your skin, causing issues like dryness, dark spots, and acne. I know the closer I get to 50, the more aware I become of this. OneSkin, today's sponsor, offers a simple skincare routine to address these concerns at a cellular level. OneSkin has developed a proprietary peptide called OS1 that's scientifically validated to improve the health of your skin beneath the surface without irritation or a complicated multi-step routine. I use the OS1 face topical supplement on my face and neck, which often needs a little extra care with age. Additionally, the OS1 eye supplement helps keep the under eye area fresh, even on little sleep. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OEM at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OEM. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. So you, you got to start with asking that question which maybe you've never asked. Maybe you just, you know, wives, you're just like, well, you know what? This is my body. So I'm just going to do what I want. And that's the way it is. Or husbands, you're like, you know what? I, I don't even know if it's okay to bring this up because, you know, whatever. Or you, or you just are indifferent. You just, and, and there are husbands that are like, I don't care. It's whatever. Yeah. But there were, there were a lot of men who responded that said that it does make a difference. And, and there were men that said, you know what? I really like it neatly trimmed. And men who prefer no hair. And wives who said, yeah, my husband's pretty vocal about what his preference is. Whatever that is, mm -hmm. right? One way or another. And 
there were a lot of women, and this was really an actual, just such a cool thing about the one family. There were a lot of women who said that they've seen their husbands taking an interest in grooming themselves. And that's actually what serves as the catalyst for them to match those efforts. Mm. Right. So there were a few responses that said, well, after we heard your, you know, manscaping show, it opened up that conversation for us. And that's what prompted how we groom ourselves now. And that's all we're trying to do with a show like this because what works for the couple that's sitting in the car next to you, like if you guys are driving down, because we know so many of you listen to us, you know, headed to date night or whatever. Like you may look over right now and there's another couple sitting in the car. It does not matter what they're doing when it comes to removing hair. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like maybe you, you know, you were listening to this on the car on the way to the restaurant. You're sitting in a restaurant and there's, you know, 30 other couples in the restaurant. It doesn't matter what they choose to do. What matters is what is working or going to work or what gets discovered as a result of this conversation for just the two of you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Just don't get caught up with other people, but know what your options are, right? And you know, as you look at this, if you've never considered it or maybe you've only ever waxed or, you know, or you've never waxed, but you've only shaved or you've you know, thought about laser or whatever, like, let's start with having a conversation. Right? What does it look like for the two of you to have a conversation around this? Maybe this is the week that you actually go there. What are your preferences? Because if you've never asked your wife, ask her. And I would think in this one too, couple it with the manscaping episode as well. So go to the 437, get listen to the art of manscaping. Because I think what ends up happening in that that conversation, it's not one-sided then. Mm-hmm. It, it's a it's a conversation of What do we want to do that pleases both of us? Because I think that matters. And and some of you, again, it may not make a difference. Elisa really doesn't look at me and go, hmm, Tony, you haven't, you haven't done any manscaping in a while. Like it does, if anything, it bothers me a little bit more. And I was looking for my razor or my shaver. My son blew it up because I charged it for like two days and it doesn't work. So I need to buy a new one, but that's more on me. And, if I was in a conversation sharing that with her and Elisa doesn't say anything about where I'm at, I would let her know though. I'd say, Hey, you know what? I want to keep, I want to groom myself as well. And I, and I'm sure in that conversation, she'd be like, Oh wait, your, your razor is not working or the shaver's not working. Let's just go get to Amazon and buy it. Like I take a little more time and whatever. Like it's, it's yeah. a shaver. I'm we like, need- can we just click through Amazon after the show? Yeah, we have a, <laughs> we have a great one actually on our Amazon shop. I'm like, make that, make that simple. So, you pairing the two together though allows for that full conversation to happen mm-hmm. because it's not just what she does. I mean, everything in marriage is, you know, what she does, what he does. And so it's, it's looking at that. It's looking at the different forms of hair removal. If you mm-hmm. are going to remove the hair, you know, and you have to think through. I mean, the three most common ones are waxing, shaving. Um, you can get into the sugaring, you can get into laser, there's epilators, you know, there's, so there's, you know, there's all kinds of, I guess, rabbit holes that you can go down and just different treatments and things like that. But the three that most people hear about are waxing, shaving and laser. Okay. And, you know, and so you have to look at, you know, what are the pros and cons? Like how easy is it to do? Mm-hmm. Part of the reason I started shaving, you know, back when I was a teenager is because like, I didn't have to have a conversation with my parents about it. I just, you know, I was in the shower and I shaved. It's kind of like shaving my legs, right? Mm-hmm. Just, you know, and so that was just kind of like a safe place to go. 
right? And then, you know, you have, you know, the creams and things like that. And, you know, then you got stink and, and you're like, oh, okay, well, you know, that's a little messy. Stink. Like there's an odor to it. Oh, to from the, the creams. creams? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And then I'm, I'm assuming with waxing, it's that next step because you actually have to go somewhere. And I've been to the, to your waxing salon numerous uh-huh. times and I just sit in the lobby and just chill. And yet that's the next step because you actually have to call, make an appointment. There's actually a, a bit more cost to it, uh-huh. I would assume. Um, and then laser is that next step because Elisa has been looking at laser hair removal for roughly a while. <laughs> like a year or more now. Um, and somebody in our summit, one of the summit partners in position of the month club was like, I did it and it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. I love it. And so that conversation got started again for Elisa looking at, okay, is that something I want to do? So there's definitely different, different options that are going to happen and different costs. And so with that comes your financial intimacy mm-hmm. because now you're looking at your cash flow plan or your budget and does it fit in there? A razor and doing it might be fine because you're already doing your legs or your armpits or whatever else you may be doing and you're good. To add waxing or add laser at this point in time in, in the season you're in may not be. For others it might be like I'm waxing I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go get the laser treatment and, and we're done with this thing. I don't like, I'm not going to deal with it. So that, that was Tony when all of a sudden he's like this gal in the position of the month club was talking about lasering and her husband's like, yeah, I was like six to eight treatments and she's, you know, years hasn't had any hair. And Tony's like, he looks at me and goes, how much have you spent on bikini mm-hmm. waxes over the years? Mm-hmm. Because you, you, you could have already paid for laser. And, and that's one of those things, right? You also have to factor in your pain tolerance because different forms have different amounts of pain. And I will tell you, if you cut yourself shaving, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But, you know, laser's got the the laser sensations. Waxing's got, the, you know, pulling the hair. Pretty much anything's going to have a little bit of hair. And even if you're waxing, you've got regrowth. You've got ingrown hairs. Like, it's legit. Mm-hmm. But it all depends on, you know, what that looks like for you. And just as a side note, like, if you are going to some place to get shaved or lasered or whatever, like, what's your comfort level with someone else? looking at your pubic area mm-hmm. right that's for some people that's like an absolute like heck no me i'm like whatever. whatever guys i just gotta say this look at your wife if she does this and just tell her you love her because that i, I don't know how many of us guys and this is straight up truth would walk into a place go lay on a table take off our boxers or our underwear and let somebody wax us down there if you are one of those guys, man, you're a rock star. I don't think I'd even do that. I I would rather just do it at home, shave myself and call it good. So if your wife does that for you, man, tell her you love her and thank her for that. Just as a side note, I could never actually wax at home because... Oh, I guess that is an option, yes. After the first strip when I'm already in pain, I'm like, yeah, no, no, no. But if I know somebody else is going to do it and they're going to do it quickly, it's all good. But these are all, you know, these are all considerations, And just like the people that responded and said, you know, sometimes I surprise them or I know what he likes. And so I do it from time to time. I just want to ask the question, would changing it up, would that bring a level of spice or anticipation to your sex life? Mm. Right. You don't have to go all the way to laser that's permanent, but would any of these other treatments just bring, bring a different expectation to the sexual intimacy? And, you know, I know it's been one of those shows where you're like, wow. I haven't actually thought about waxing or shaving or anything like that, but, but have the conversation, 
because this is this is just another aspect of your sexual intimacy. And the truth of the matter is, is that when the two of you are having sex, there are, you know, you're naked. So there's sensation and there's a visual aspect to it. Have the conversation this week and be talking about going bare down there. Yeah, I love it. I love that we go to these places and we can share this with you guys because you get it. You get it. You want to have the extraordinary marriage. This is a, this is like one of the, the most minor conversations you could possibly have in your marriage. Really, when we've talked about some of the bigger things that we've discussed here at the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. And yet, it's one of those places and one of those areas that needs to have a discussion. So have it this week. Enjoy it. Laugh. Listen again to the art of manscaping as well. Have a conversation. Take it on your coffee break. Take it on your, your walk and talk. See what works out for you guys and then go do it. And do it for 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. See what, what difference it makes for you guys. And if, if it does, keep it up. If it doesn't, address the conversation again and go on for another 30, 60, 90 days. We love you guys. We're excited for you and what's ahead in this year and what you're going to do. What you're going to do if, if you go bear down there or if you've already been going bear down there. Love you guys. Have a great week and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys. <laughs>